This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. For anyone who's ever wondered what toys do when people aren't around. Hey everybody, it's showtime! Walt Disney Pictures invites you into a world where toys come to life. Wow, cool! Let's go tomorrow, guys! Red alert! Andy is coming upstairs! Oh, Andy. Andy's coming, everybody! Back to your places, hurry! Did you see my ears? Out of my way! Woody, the veteran. Draw! Oh, got me again! Buzz, the rookie. Have you been replaced? No one's getting replaced. Excuse me. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue! Oh, okay. Who else? You're mocking me, aren't you? <laughs> Ow! What do you say I get someone else to watch the sheep tonight? <laughs> Hell yeah! Don't even think about it, cowboy. Two heroes ready for anything. I don't like confrontations! Except each other. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, a laser! It's not a laser. It's a, it's a little light bulb that blinks. What's with him? Laser and big guys. Come on. <laughs> but that's about to change. <laughs> They've stepped over the edge. Buzz! And into the real world. I think he bounced into Sid's yard. <laughs> he tortures toys. Where is your honor, dirtbag? A good soldier never leaves a man behind. Where the name of the game is survival. Oh, I'm lost. It's all your fault. My fault. Ah! I set my laser to kill. You're a toy. Use your karate chop action. Stop that. What's going on down there? Come in, Star Command. Send reinforcements. You are a toy. You are a sad, strange little man. Who's that wimpy cowboy dog? All right, man. Move, 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 move. There's no boys right home. Come on, this way. Negative. Ah! We'll be much safer in the cockpit. One idiot. Great idea, Woody. Go infinity and beyond. Walt Disney Pictures presents the first ever computer animated motion picture. We've got trouble. This holiday season, take off on an adventure. This cannot be happening to me. Beyond imagination. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the proper time to panic. It's the story of two partners <laughs> discovering what they're made of. I'm okay. Catch that. I got it, Woody. Next stop, Andy. Go to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Toy Story. Look out. Buzz, will you get up here and give me a hand? <laughs> That's very funny, but this is serious. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a podcast near you. I, of course, am your host, Stevie Blaze, and as always, my co-host, who is coming on a birthday package. And as dumb as hell, it's Z uh, Xavier. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, uh, oh yeah. Today, today's today's Raina's birthday. Uh, your birthday was three days ago. Uh, it was. This is recording, of course. This is the uh, first time we've 
actually it's Sunday, so this is the first time we've recorded on a... Is it the first time we recorded on a Sunday? I don't know. Uh, we usually re record prior to the, uh, to when we, uh, when you release it, and it's usually on Monday, so cutting it close. But that's fine. Uh, Indeed. The movie we, watch movie we watched was uh, the first first uh, Pixar movie, as well as the first animated film, full full length animated film, Toy Story. And it was fantastic. It's a uh, Disney multiverse we're doing. It's like we're doing the uh, the Marvel multiverse. I usually just call them slot movies, like like within like. This is within, like, the Disney slots or whatever, um, because, like, once there's, like, no more Star Wars, it's still gonna be, like, a slot movie, but it's gonna be, like, a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, we haven't... Right. Yeah, there's spoiler alerts for, for those who care. Um, but yeah, this is the first in our Disney slot or Disney multiverse watch, um... Well, actually, it's our fourth in that, but it's our first in our um, in our Pixar movies. Correct. This was a pretty fantastic movie. What What did you think of the movie? Oh, I love Toy Story. Toy Story is a fantastic movie. I agree. Yeah. So let's go with the synopsis. Toy Story is about Andy's toys. Oh, that's right. You want to do trivia before the synopsis, don't you? Yeah, and before the trivia, of course, I have a box. A box that says butts for some reason. I don't know why. Can you... It's mirrored. I think. I don't know. It might what? Unmirror, but but uh, I have a box. Uh, inside this box is a movie that we are going to be reviewing as part of our December watches. Uh, and I have already given two hints of what that movie is, and I'll just keep giving more hints, different hints each time, because I want to. Unless unless you want to at some point. I don't even know if you've watched the movie or not. Oh, but, you, uh, may, you do the hints. Okay. Uh, third hint for this for what this movie is... It involves a hat. Ah, uh, huh. Very vague, very vague hint, but I'm going to be giving some vague hints. But anyways, all right. Um, as for the useless trivia, which I only have two questions for, but that seems to be seems to be my uh, forte at this point. I'm getting a little lazier with these, but whatever. First question: How old is Tom Hanks? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I think he's 68. I think I'm going to give that to you. He's 66. You're you're close enough. And the the answer is close enough. Close enough. It's a bonus. Um as a bonus, it's just actually probably more of a question because the internet is very vague about this. What is what is uh, Tom Hanks' most popular role? 
Ooh, he's got some really big ones. I mean, this one's pretty big, but I don't think it would be this. I'm debating between Big or Forrest Gump. I'm going to go with Forrest Gump. I think it's Forrest Gump, too. Um, it said it's either Forrest Gump or The Legend of Something Something. Um, but yeah, I'd, but yeah, Tom Hanks wasn't big. He was the, uh, he was the, the police officer in Catch Me If You Can. He was, uh, he's the main character in Castaway. Castaway's a really good movie. It is. Um, and There's also Captain Phillips, which was, uh, our Sully Sullenberg. And he was also in Captain Phillips, I think. Neat. Um, and he's also Woody in Toy Story. The, all of he the is. Toy Story movies. Yes, he is very well known. Um, I think I think he's even he's he's a pretty rich actor as well. People love. Oh, him. I'm sure he is. He's he's a highly decorated actor. Yes. Um, now the second and last question. A second and a half, I guess. Um, how long did it take to make Sto Toy Story? Two and a half years. Come to think of it, this might be a vague question. I got nine. I got nine years. Jeez. That means they started in 86. Which isn't too, it isn't too far-fetched, in a way, since we're also going to be go going over, the, like, the short films that existed prior to this, this specifically made by Pixar. Um, but, for, but first, we are going to go over the Toy Story and its synopsis. This movie was released in 1995. And, uh, it, again, it's the first, uh, first animated 3D animated film. It's not, not film, but, like, full-featured film. I, I gotta, I gotta make sure that's plastered on the wall everywhere. All right. Now, give us our synopsis, Faja. So, yes, it, it, it pretty much this movie is about, uh, Andy's Toys, and them anticipating a birthday party because new toys could replace them and they can go to garage sales. <laughs> and so a new toy, Buzz Lightyear, shows up and takes over Woody's spot as being the favorite toy. Woody, Woody doesn't like this, so he tries to knock him behind a, uh, behind a dresser. However, he accidentally knocks him outside. And then the, the then the movie is them essentially Woody trying to get Buzz to come back. Buzz, who, by the way, thinks that he's legit the real Buzz Lightyear and not a toy. Um, he tries to get Buzz to come back, tricking him. And then they have to survive Sid's house, which is the evil kid across the street and, or next door. And then they learn to become friends. And, you know, then you have a friend in them. Yeah. Also, cue a, cue a moment that is 
going to not only traumatize a lot of viewers, it was pro probably even more going to traumatize <laughs> Sid himself because because like this movie went from like a simple like oh it's a pretty pretty cool looking friendship film about toys and it's cool an cool animation as well. We've never seen this before. Then it goes straight to horrific. Speaking of horrific, there, I think there's a good reason why the 3D animation went straight into, like, um, non-human objects for the most part, and not into the actual real-life humans, more or less. Like, we get to see Andy and Sid, and maybe some, like, passerbys, but, like... Sid's sister. You see yeah, the mom. Well. Oh, yeah. Maybe, do we? Do we see his mom? Yeah. I believe at least once. Huh. I know, but I know not we like, haven't oh, played. And Andy's sister. Andy has a sister, too. Oh, yeah. She, he has a baby sister as well. forgot about that. Here's a, here's a question I have, though. Does Does Andy have a father? It's a Disney film, so no. <laughs> yeah, she she could have just I don't know banged he's lucky, horse. He's lucky. He's lucky. He has a mom in a Disney film, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, she could have. He. She could have uh, mated with the Mitochlorians and uh, had Andy and Andy's sister. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. Um, it's the same idea. So I gotta ask. Did you catch some of the adult jokes now? That yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> um, especially, like, this This one actually gave me, like, a triple take or quad, even maybe a quadruple take because I was like, wait a minute. Because, like, I remember that one scene where Potato Head is like, um, I, I think this was during the scene where uh, Woody was giving his announcement, like, okay, there's probably going to be a new toy and someone's gonna get replaced maybe and no we're not gonna get replaced maybe i don't know um and mr potato head just takes his lips off and kisses his butt i wonder what he was implying with that what wordless scandal was he wording out by taking his mouth and um keep pressing it against his butt ass kisser yeah yeah <laughs> hmm and oh, also and that, the way, also the way Woody laughed when uh with Bo. Like, oh yeah, oh, the oh, the implied oh, sex, implied toy sex. Yes. Yes, I was. Can't. It's like what? What's what's more uh useful in these situations, rubber or uh or plastic? <laughs> and one of my favorite lines is uh Woody uh yelling at Buzz, "You are a child's." Plaything! You're a sick, sad little man. Yeah, my pity. <laughs> you are a toy! It's also like yeah. 1240, so I'm trying not to scream. I probably would be louder if it weren't. You're fine. If it were any other time, kind of. Yes. I have, um, I have a family. I love... I love the the Sid stuff. And, you know, I've read some articles that are talking about how, you know, Sid's, 
Sid's not really that bad of a kid. He just, he's creative, you know? He just, and you know what? To an extent, it's true. He's just being creative with toys that he doesn't realize are alive, okay? But then I disagree as well. I disagree as well because Sid is a little dick. And the reason why I say that is because he doesn't just mess with his toys. He steals his sister's dolls and tears them apart. (laughs) Yeah, he tears his sister's dolls. So, sure, you want to be as creative as you want with your own toys, but you're messing with your kid's sisters, too. So you are a jerk. You're a little jerk kid. Not because he messes or destroys his own, um, his his own, uh, you know, toys, but because he messes with his sisters too. Uh, another adult yeah, joke? Also, did you catch? There's also like the. Did you uh, it, it, with Sid's toys? Did you catch an adult joke with them? Oh yeah, this is a hooker. A like, hooker. Two two legs, and she has, she has a hook. She has like a fishing rod. She she yeah she's a she's a hooker. Yep. And she does all kinds of things like a like a uh, like an air um like it what's it called air conditioner yeah air vent she she hooks an air vent very very seductively I might add. Oh jeez. Also, where's your face? What do you mean, where's my face? I don't know if that's on my end or yours, but... Oh, there, there it is. Their face just reappeared. Okay. I don't know what, that was, what was up with that, but continue. Sure. Um... Yeah. Um... Uh, it's a big, big, uh, big cast. You have Tim Allen as Woody, or Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks as Woody. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks as Woody. Uh, John Ratzenberger as. Uh, I think John Ratzenberger is. Mr. Potato Head. Mm. Who's in like every Pixar film. <laughs> um, you have some other majors. Uh, Don Rickles was Mr. Potato Head. I'm my bad. Uh, Jim Varney was Slinky Dog. Do you know who Jim Varney is? I don't. I know who Barney is. Uh, Jim Varney was famous for the Ernest movies. Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Goes to Camp. So you don't know that one? I don't think so, no. Uh, Wallace Shawn is Rex. Do you know who Wallace Shawn is? No. I I love Rex, though. Rex Rex is one of my favorite among the toys. You've seen uh you've seen The Princess Bride, right? Yes. Inconceivable! Oh, 
Yes! Oh my goodness. I just realized that. <laughs> That's Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable. I, I never made that connection. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's Rex. John Ratzenberger was Ham. Annie Potts was Bo Peep. Uh, um, Bo, uh, the Bo, most Bo, famous... Bo, I'm assuming the most famous thing you would know Annie Potts from was Ghostbusters. I've watched the movie. Okay. What character specifically are you referring to? The main female, or no, I guess she might not be. She, the, we got one! Oh, yeah. She's their secretary. Yeah, okay, I, I, I recognize the phones. Yeah, that's Bo Peep. Um. Ooh. Lori Metcalf is Mrs. Davis. Um, I'm not sure who Mrs. Davis was. Was that the mom? Is Andy's mom, uh, David, Mrs. Davis? I'm not sure. I, I wrote down names for everyone who was given a name. I, I don't think we were given Andy's mom's name. Just, just Andy's mom. Maybe, maybe, um, she was name dropped, like, in a future movie. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you're going to know who Lori, uh, Lori Metcalf is, but she was famous on Roseanne. Hmm. She was Jackie on Roseanne. Um, but yeah. Some, uh, was directed and wrote, written by John Lasseter. But, uh, yeah, some big names. Very good movie. Uh, do you have a favorite scene? Favorite scene? I'd I'd probably have to say the uh, the whole horror scene with, with like oh, yeah. Sid and all those toys. It it was played so well though. Like it was can, like it was it was horrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. I'm 19 years old. I. I still forget that scene, but I. It was freakishly horrifying and unsettling, and I. Especially, it. <laughs> especially if you think about it, as if you were Sid, and you saw this, uh, come. You've got, you've got, uh, Woody, like, taking his head around, and then he's using his voice box for the whole thing, but then he gets finally to the end. And all he says is, so play nice. <laughs> and his actually mouth like moves and everything. Yeah. It, it was like, we can see everything. Everything. Says, turn, 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 turn. That, that, would be t that would be terrifying. And I got to say, Woody, you're a fantastic uh, actor. I, I wonder if you'd, you should definitely uh, audition for, for a thing. I, I always wanted, I always wanted to know, like, like, Woody mentions, like, we're gonna be breaking a few rules. Who set up these rules? What toy set up these rules? Or what scientific toy genius put souls into toys I, I and, and gave gave them the rules? Like, hey, you get to be alive. 
but you can't let anybody know you exist. And you're also going to let a bunch of kids drool all over your face. All I can think of is... um, Tearing your arms apart. All I can think of is they clearly feel pain. But for some reason, they're able to take all this... It's like they go into... it's. You almost have to make it believe, make yourself believe that when they are in toy mode, they don't feel pain until they start moving. Yeah. Because otherwise... And then there's also the the case of, like, why do some of them even uh, remain in toy mode half the time? Like, Buzz Lightyear believes that he's, like, a real person, uh, even though that he's, and he's still and like, bigger than him. And he still goes into toy mode sometimes, like, like when I, when there's people around. Yeah, that's, uh, the only thing I can think of that is he's being tactical, because he realized that he's dealing with giants. So maybe he's looking at these giants and thinking, well, I better stay still, otherwise they could destroy me. Yeah. Also, um, I I wonder if there's, like, an auto, like, like an automatic, they just go into toy mode sometimes when there's a person, like, nearby or whatever, if, like, they have the sense. But, But then again, like, you see, you hear during the movie, like, Andy's voice, and then they're all, like, gasp and then they all just resume into positions like really fast like what if andy's voice didn't carry out and he just went into the room and saw a bunch of toys um screaming at it screaming at your favorite toy your former favorite toy that he just murdered your current favorite toy i don't know i'm probably thinking too much on toy logic here but there's a toy logic being mentioned (laughs) during right movie of toy logic well i know you wanted to go into the uh different toys so why don't you go ahead and go with the different characters yes um aside from the toys there's also the character (laughs) real people themselves like like andy and sid um those are the only two actual characters like you got their mothers and and uh the Sid sister's kind of a thing. Yeah, she's more of like a victim to Sid's torment. He's he's a standard older brother who just really likes torturing things. But then, then when she sees when she sees him terrified, she just decides to go for it too. She's like, "Oh, what, yeah. Sid? Don't you want to play? Don't you want to play?" <laughs> <laughs> that that ah! Um, as for Andy himself, very standard kid. He's, he lo- I don't know how old he is. He looks like eight or nine or something. I don't know. You know, I, I kind of want to know the one disappointment. Like I like all, pretty much all the Toy Story sequels as well. And the one thing that I don't, I, I, I wish they would have followed up with is what happens to Sid? Like, oh, yeah. think about how traumatized that kid grew up knowing that toys are alive 
and probably nobody believing him. Did he go to an insane asylum or like, how did this affect his life? We need a spinoff, like a R-rated dark spinoff of what happens to Sid after this movie. And call it Boy Story. Boy Story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, as for the toys themselves, first we've got our protagonist, Woody. Is he the protagonist? He's also the antagonist a little bit. Yeah, he, Woody's kind God. of a dick through this most of this movie. Yeah, he he's both. He f- both fills the role for the um for the conflict and the reason the conflict ends. Like Sid is a big antagonist for the movie, but like then there's like then there's actually like Woody, like what like Woody's conflict is Buzz, but then but like the conflict of the premise of the movie is also Woody. And Woody's also the main center of the movie, so like... Yeah, he he's kind of just both the protagonist and the antagonist at the same time, isn't he? He really is. I mean, he did legit knock Buzz off the, off the window. Now, mind you, he was trying to get him to be stuck behind the, uh, the dresser, which I don't know if is much better... Yeah, say, say what you want. He probably had murderous intent, and honestly, I don't. I don't know if toys can starve to death, but I don't know what would be worse if he could starve to death or if he could think... starve to death. If he just got stuck there until I don't know the third movie, where, where, uh, you you if you know what happens, you know what happens in the third movie. But I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it because I don't like doing that. Um, I don't think they ever uh, in any of the movies. Suggests that the toys can eat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he'd probably just be stuck there for years. I think that would probably be worse because, because I don't know if you'd be screaming out for Andy and if he could hear you, but he, but Andy would probably be like, I could imagine that happening, like Buzz screaming, "Help me, help me!" and Andy, um. Andy, wondering what's that noise, goes up to his mom, and mom investigates, finds a uh, toy screaming for help, and she just calls the police, maybe. <laughs> help, my toy is haunted. Can I get... I, I need a holy symbol or something. Well, um, then we have... Then we have Buzz, who's kind of really dumb through most of this movie. Like... It's not that hard to tell that you're a toy. You literally go froze, freeze in front of human beings. Like, how do you not realize that there's something wrong with the size you're? Unless he thought he was shrunk. Yeah, or I I think he just assumed he was on a giant's planet, and these are like, these are normal people living amongst them. Like yeah. talk to a sheriff, like or something like that. Maybe, hu- maybe normal humans and apparently dinosaurs and potatoes uh, living amongst giants that look like humans. I don't know. It, it is a little dumb when you take think of it that way, but I don't know. I think it still made. I think he still made a good character either way. Uh, he had an interview. Oh, I didn't say I disliked him. I, I didn't say fine. I disliked him. But like. Like, he also had an inner conflict once he realized, oh, shoot, this toy commercial 
is is of me. I I am a toy. I am made of plastic. And then yeah. And then his um. And then his uh, helmet came off at some point. Um. At that point, I don't know how many uh, how many days or months have gone by at that point, but I'm surprised his helmet hasn't come off before, or that he wouldn't have thought to himself, "Hold on, am I running out of oxygen? I've been, I've had I've been on this planet for quite a while. I wonder if I'm <laughs> running out of oxygen." And then his helmet came off, and he's like, Aah! and he looks like he's about to die. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yes, logically, that didn't make sense. Next, the true MVP of this movie is Potato Head. <laughs> Potato Head. Potato Head, yes. Who uh, who kissed his butt with his detachable lips, and uh, th- there will be a running gag: his um, his limbs and face falling off, and, and them like just moving independently of one another. He's a uh, Kind of like the lot, the logical one of the group who, who deduces, "Hey, wait a minute, did Woody just kill him?" And he's, and later on he's like, "Are you, are you guys crazy?" He's the guy who, uh, he's the guy who just killed, who killed Buzz. Do you guys, did you guys forget about that or whatever? Like, he seems like the more logical type, but like. Also jumpy to conclusion-y type as well. Right. So, so I always found Potato Head to be very fascinating as a character. I like I, I like Potato Head. So, who is your favorite character in Toy Story? Probably, probably either Buzz or, um, yeah, probably Buzz. He had, he had a conflict going on. He, uh, I loved when he jumped off the, uh, I love how he jumped off, like, the, uh, thing with his eyes closed, thinking he was flying the whole time as if he couldn't feel the force of a ball being, him being bounced off of a, uh, literal ball and flying through a ceiling fan. Yeah. He also he also has a movie made out of him which was made this year and it was good no matter what anybody else says because uh it's really easy to hate on a movie if you think of all its faults because this movie has faults and people did not hate this movie. I mean some people did but I don't know about that. Like all right. They, uh, they have a lot of well, got, speaking of why don't you give me a rating? All right. Also, we have like a dozen more toys left, but yeah. yeah. There's way too many toys. <laughs> I just want to talk about a couple more, though. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, mainly just Rex, Bo, and who is it? Oh yeah, um, Etch. Etch, I only Etch was cool because he because he uh, because he drew a noose. I love yeah, that was dark. Com- that was dark. <laughs> his communication is just like, um, it, just like drawing pictures, and then he goes up to Woody and like, noose. <laughs> yeah. And 
hey mommy, what's that he drew on there? <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I'd... and then there's Rex. Rex again is like inconceivable. I I did not know he was voiced by the same guy who voiced him. He's also he's also well, well, Sean. He's also, I believe, the principal in Young Sheldon. I don't know if you may that, but... maybe, but I don't watch Young Sheldon. Okay, and then there's Bo, who is relatively minor in a minor character. Uh, she shows up, flirts with Woody for some reason, and then shows up at the end, flirts with Woody for some reason, and then makes out with him with some toy sex. <laughs> well, she's only a couple blocks away, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Piggy Bank. What I think Piggy Bank's the person you were talking about. Like, um, I remember he's Mac in Cars. Ham. I think. Yeah. Huh? That's Ham. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think he was given a name drop in this movie. Yeah, his name's Ham. The pig. I always found uh, Ham's voice very fascinating as well, as well as Max. Yeah, that's John Ratzenberger. He's like in every Pixar movie. Okay. Then we'll have to keep an eye out for him, the same way we keep an eye out for Stan Lee. And all <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe every Pixar, uh, maybe every Pixar movie we can uh, do a segment called Who's John Ratzenberger? It's like, who's that Pokemon? It's Jigglypuff from above. Anyway. <laughs> who's John Ratzenberger? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if... I, I, know, I, I know I think some of the actors come back in different movies, but Ratzenberger is like the main one that is in every single Pixar movie, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there's the alien toys. The alien toys are fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I... I the claw. Yeah, that, yeah, that. I feel sorry for that one alien though. Like he's like, I have been chosen, chosen to be fed to a dog. That was also kind of dark. This movie is pretty dark. Yeah. In some, but in some times. but but is it? It's only dark because we see it through the perspective of the toys. But if you get technical, that thing is pretty much a chew toy. We give dogs chew toys. It's what we do. That is true. Oh my goodness. I feel sorry for True Toys now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Also, first off. About, wait a minute. What about adult toys? Oh no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. We, we ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> oh, jeez. you curious, though. Hey, what are you supposed to be? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, Look, she... Are we in a deleted he, scene? He vibrates. What's that for? Vibration action! <laughs> I wonder if, like, what he uses as a weapon, like... <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't, don't do it or I'll shoot. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. Why aren't you in Andy's room? You need to... You're always in mom's. You're our mom, uh, his mom's room. I don't get it. 
<laughs> oh my. Anyway, so how don't you give us your rating of this movie? Um, I give it a, I give it solid 8.5 out of 10 not adult toys. I'm, uh, I am giving this 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? This is a perfect movie for you? This is pretty much a pretty perfect movie to me. Um, oh, there's yes. not. You, you there's mentioned not, that I oh, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, there's not a, not much I can complain about it. I don't think we're gonna give tens very often, but this is one of them. Hmm. I love Toy Story. I loved it as a kid. I loved it just as much now. Yeah. Also, you mentioned that I don't that uh, what was it? John Wick was my first 10 out of 10. I think I gave a 10 out of 10 for Beavis and Butthead do the universe as well. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe. All right. I, don't, I remember not having much to complain about that either. And, uh, well. John Or John Wick either. Um, do, dog justice is the best kind of justice. I mean, yeah, fortunately the dog died though. But justice. Justice has prevailed. So what what are your guesses on the Rotten Tomato score? My guesses on the Rotten Tomato score. The tomatoes of the Rotten Tomato Tomato. I'll give it a 93 for the critics and a 95 for the audience. I, f- I feel like nostalgia definitely plays a big role with Rotten Tomatoes. I don't like it. But that seems to be the way it's the way it's got to be. Now, I'm pretty sure. So my guess is, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, this is one of the few hundred percents on Rotten Tomato for critics. Oh. So I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess a hundred percent, and I think ninety-eight for the audience. All right. Pretty beloved movie. So let's see here. Toy Story, Rotten Tomatoes. I think most of them are pretty high. 100% for the critics. And audience score, 92%. Okay, so the... So yeah, I I got half of them, at least. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that just means there's no critics that gave this a negative. Yeah. All right. So we did Rotten Tomatoes score. Let's uh, let's talk about the other movies you wanted to mention. Not just other movies, also Toto Shodoroki. I probably should have just probably should have set him as our. Not oh, sure you can't see him. He's. He's not exactly a toy, but he's a plushie. Um, well, not exactly movies, but short films. I watched uh, Andre Wally, Andre and the Adventures of a- Andre and Wally B. Um, this that one, one was, dumb. was released. What? That one was kind of boring to me. Not great. 
I guess. I watched all of them too. Yeah. This one was released in like 1984. It's very, very, very generic. Like, 3D very simple. Animation. Yeah, it's very simple. It's like this uh, cartoon character sleeping, and then a bee shows up, and he tries. He like points, look, uh, tricks the bee, runs away. The bee chases him with some freaking murderous intent. It stings the guy. Survives getting stung, which. Is dang interesting and not totally boring, if you ask me. And then the, the guy, yeah, the guy throws his hat at the bee. That's literally all it is. But it's also 3D animation. Uh, very when it's very very young. So I'm sure that was exciting to a lot of people who may or may not have watched it. Yeah. Um. Two years later. Uh, Luxo Jr. This one, this is actually one that shows up in uh, Disney Plus as something that was released in 1999. I'm not sure the answer of that. Um, but uh, yeah, Luxo Jr. came out in like 86, which it does mention in the credits of Disney Plus, at least the um, credits of the film itself. But um, basically the premise of this was there's a like the lamp that shows up in the Pixar logo. Like whenever you start a movie, yeah. usually there's there's a lamp. Uh, this one shows like an adult lamp or something with the baby lamp that traditionally shows up on like the Pixar logo that just absolutely murders the eye for some reason. Just like, I don't know if the eye looked at him funny, but I don't know. But it kind of does something similar in this one where uh, plays ball, jumps onto the ball, and just pops it. Uh, not really exciting, but it it shows. But like, it's a very energetic looking lamp, and who doesn't love energetic looking lamps? They act like animals, so there's that too. People like animals. Yeah, to me, there was only I think two of these that were kind of interesting. Yeah. About a year later was Red's Dream. Um, that one I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. The, the, the sa- It leads off with a saxophone intro that I thought was pretty interesting. This one's also kind of depressing, though, because, like, cause like, it starts off with, with a living, sentient unicycle. Um, yeah. That just, that just, like, it puts its head down the corner by the end of it. And, I don't know. It's, and after watching Toy Story, something that did come out, like, se- about seven years after this, um, it's like, it, it definitely makes you feel something for it. But, like, the the dream of Red, Red is the name of the unicycle, apparently. There's, there's no words in this, but, like, there's a clown. Clown writing said unicycle. <laughs> it's writing red. <laughs> Sex joke. There's a, there's a joke in there. Um, and the, the and the clown is juggling. Uh, juggling rather poorly because the ball sometimes like falls off and then the unicycle kind of like hits the ball back into his hands. It does look pretty cool. And after like doing some circles, uh, the 
Clown throws the ball like really far this time, and the unicycle just ups and like abandons him and starts juggling the ball. And eventually, the clown, while riding an invisible unicycle in the standard way, like this, this kind of that kind of reminds me. I don't know about you. This kind of reminds me of like we see in like really old cartoons where someone runs off a cliff but just doesn't fall until they look down. Do you, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Classic cartoony trope. Uh normally yeah. Mr. or Wiley e. Coyote will bring out of a, a sign that says oops or whoops or or ah uh. yeah. So yeah, it kind of happened to uh to the clown and then the and then red started uh, juggling all three of the balls at once. It, it was some pretty cool animation there, too. Um, and then Red snaps out of it and realizes he's just, he's just like, he basically did all of that in his, in his mind, which I also got to wonder, though, are all those other bikes also sentient and just watching this guy, like, bowing to to like I don't a know. that just didn't see nothing. I don't that know. Also makes you, that also kind of just makes you think, though. Does it? Red's dr- hmm? I said, does it? I, I guess not, man. I guess not. After that is Tin Toy. Uh, this one definitely relates more to to Toy Story than all the other. This one, uh. 88, which was. Toy Story. That's the one that has the nightmare baby. Oh yeah, the, the baby's the baby terrified me as a child. <laughs> it still terrifies me. Holy crap. That baby is nightmare <laughs> fuel. I hated that cartoon. <laughs> Holy crap. Did did you actually see this short film as a kid? I've seen it before. I can't remember when I saw it first first time. Oh man, that yeah, that's that baby is scary. And yeah, it does not look natural. And then at the end, I don't I don't know about you, but one of the more terrifying things just at the end, the baby's just like a a bumpy, which sounds adorable. But like, not when you see it coming from some weird ass alien baby. Oh yeah, yeah, that that baby is terrifying. Yeah, 3D animation definitely has evolved since 1988. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the last one, which is from 1989, is Knick Knack. This is also one that showed up in Disney Plus is like much later than it actually did is 2003, which yay is the day I was born, the, the the year I was born, also the year uh, Finding Nemo came out as well. Um, but no, this this actually came out in 1989. Knick is actually one of my favorites, um, but I I kind of just liked it more for the music when I was a child. Nowadays, I kind of appreciate it more, but like the uh, all the implications, like just this cartoony texture along with the music. Just a snowman trying to get laid. A snowman trying to get laid, yeah. Um, 
and uh, not able to do it. And I guess this kind of relates to the adults as well as the children. I guess the, the music's kind of more to entice the children with this really cartoony feeling. And with the adults, you, you realize, okay, the snowman's trying to get laid but can't. Does it this remind you of someone, except for the, the people who are actually married in a re- generous relationship? <laughs> no, uh, this was the one of the ones that I thought was good. I liked this one, and I've seen this one before. I've seen Nightmare Fuel before. I mean, Tin Man. <laughs> Tim Toy. And I kind of liked the, re- the bike one, but... And I dislike the other ones, pretty much. Yeah, Andre and Wally B, as well as uh, Luke So Jr. Yeah, those are boring. You don't like Luke So Jr.? It's fine. Sure, it's it's the thing they do on the Pixar logo, but I, I, it's whatever. Yeah, it just, just murders that eye. What, what did that eye ever do to you, man? But yeah. Um, that, that's actually all of them. I... I've I have watched all of these through like there's this volume there's this disc that's just full of uh, Pixar short films. It's really cool. There's there's also short films that show up like with movies. Next short film that shows up will I think be with uh, Bugs Life. Um, there's only gonna be one with that. Yeah, yeah. That's probably our, that's our next Pixar movie and. That's one that I don't remember very well. I don't think I've ever watched A Bug's Life. I'm pretty sure... Oh, I watched it when it came out, but I don't think I've seen it since. Toy Story is one I've watched quite a few times. I've seen that movie at least five times, I think. Oh, yeah. I hear a lot about... I hear a lot about people saying stuff like uh, a B-movie is really good. Um, B-Movie's not Pixar. B-Movie's not Pixar? I think it's Dream... I think it's DreamWorks. Huh. Sa- same people that made Shrek. Right. I... I. Point being, I keep, I keep confusing B-Movie with Bugs Life because they're both about insects and they're both movies that I haven't watched. Actually, they're B-Movie... Animations. Actually, uh, Bugs Life... And ants came out around the same exact time. Ants? There was a movie called Ants that came out, and it was it came out around the exact same time as A Bug's Life. Huh. And yeah, it was Dream B movie was DreamWorks. And it's ants with a Z at the end. Because this was the 90s, and 90s are cool, I guess. Everything would be cool in the 90s. That was also a DreamWorks movie. The 90s also gave us the internet, so so that's pretty cool. That's true, that's true. Alright, so what is your... uh, Your cinnamon Cinemantra, yes. <laughs> I forgot it too. Uh, my Cinemantra. Alright. I feel like there's a lot of obvious ones that I want to avoid. Um. Hmm. 
I'm not avoiding it. What toy would you want to be? What toy would I want to be? <laughs> you were a sentient toy. What would you be? I'm not saying adult toy. That that would be the wrong answer. Um, I am. Because that, that, that would suck. <laughs> That's um, the goal. I'd probably be a race car. I'd probably be like a like like one of the like remember that, that race car like that race car from from Toy Story like it uh it's remote control but it it seems to be able to move on its own as well. That'd be pretty cool. Especially <laughs> but then like people could remote. just control you the whole time. That's that's a whole different argument. But what if you could destroy the remote? All right, and the, your cinemantra? My cinemantra. Hmm. If uh, if one toy just mass produced to the number of to about twice the number there is humans on Earth, so like I don't know about. 15, 15 and a half billion of this one specific toy, uh, and it were to take over the world, what toy would it be? What toy would take over the world? What, ta- what toy would take over the world if it was mass-produced to twice the number of humans there on Earth? Uh, those really expensive Japanese sex dolls. Oh my goodness. <laughs> They're like life size and crap. They're practically robots. Getting Terminator energy here. <laughs> Actually, I, haven't watched the Ter- I don't think I've watched the Terminator. It's a great movie. I might have. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I have. Alright, well... Oh, oh yeah, I give I give your Japanese sex doll thing. Uh, I, I give it nine. I give it a nine. What do you What do you give mine? Race car eight. Okay, cool. All right. Anything else you want to say about Toy Story? I'm sorry I talked about sex toys. I hope I didn't ruin this movie for a lot of people. Uh, oh man! But it's, it does kind of got just kind of make you wonder, though. Indeed. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of sex toys out there. All right, where can I, people find what, you? What, what? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Before before we end this off, what qualifies as a toy? Because a lot of a lot of people can be called a toy as well. I mean, it's not right, but like, like someone could say, "You are my toy," or something like that. No, that's not how this works. You got to be like plasticers, or at least something. Not, I guess you can't be flesh. Right, right, right. What if you made a toy made out of flesh? I hope I never meet that person. Also. When, in the process of making a toy, does that toy become sentient? Does the toy feel like, Mama! Or something like, does it 
automatically retain human levels of intelligence. Hmm. So what are we watching next? Uh, it's our Thanksgiving movie, so Ben Knobs and Brewsticks? No. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I think. Oh. is. If I can find it. I don't know if it's on anything. All right. Well, we'll have a Thanksgiving watch for that. All right. Um, well, I, where can people find you? I am Cryo Keen Artist. Cryo and space in the middle. Keen Artist with no space there. Um, I am found on Instagram. I am found on Facebook. I am found on YouTube. And I found on the blah, TikTok. All right. You can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, TikTok and Instagram, and you can find me at Twitter at Dragon Blazer Pro. And uh, I'll be the same. Peace. Okay. Sorry if I cut that short, but I gotta use the restroom, so. <laughs> also, you're my favorite deputy. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Oh, looking alien! Where? Ah!
Hey everyone, I'm Steven from many different podcasts like Drunk Like Me, Pro Wrestling Apologist, The Rage and Blaze Show, and of course, That Got Dark. So, please like and subscribe 